0: The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted, no use. Intent is to be used without express written consent from The Art of Relationships, or myself, Greg Dazinski.
1: Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Doszynski, also known as Master G., The art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.
0: Welcome, everybody, to Sunday night after the 4th of July Halloween holiday weekend, uh, winding down everything. Hopefully everybody's safe. I know there's been a lot of uh, disastrous stories around the country. People losing limbs, uh, garages. uh, Actually, a gentleman died uh, with fireworks. So hopefully everybody's safe. Your loved ones are as well. Going to hit off tonight with uh, probably a sad topic. Most people hear about it. Maybe have relatives or maybe endured it themselves about domestic violence and being in an abusive relationship, right? I talked about a little bit ago about moving on, getting out of maybe unhealthy relationships. But I want to hit more on substantially on abusive relationships. You know, what does it mean? Everybody's got different definitions. What is abusive? And I think a lot of people may be in denial that they are an abusive relationship, okay, and there are a lot of activist groups out there that might try to take things out of context too uh as far as what exactly is you know abusive aspect or abusive relationship okay so I want to try to put premise on that and hopefully no one takes this out of context abuse. As everybody knows can hit everybody goes on to women, right there are quite a few men that are in abusive relationships, okay uh they get bit, they get hit uh other men might laugh, you know, thinking there are wuss and men in that situation, but not at all you know it's very embarrassing and men typically will not go outside the relationship for help because they're too embarrassed right their masculinity's at stake their egos at stake so a lot of them sadly will not seek the help going back in women you know what do you feel like you know what do you feel like in a abusive relationship you know and this is going to hit on both men women In general, okay? I'm going to stay away from kids right now. That's a totally uh, maybe different topic, but I'm going to bring kids into it when there is a domestic violence or abusive relationship situation uh, towards the end of tonight. Hitting on, you know, abuse. What do you feel like when you're in an abusive relationship? You know, do you feel scared? Do you feel belittled? Are you fearful that you can't speak, let's say, speak your mind? Are you constantly criticized? You know, what starts happening? It's your gut kicking in, right? And the old adage is maybe you were brought up in an abusive relationship where dad beat the crap out of mom. Or maybe mom was an abusive one, controlling one. So you, it's your normal, right? So you carry that on, sadly. Into your own life, in your own personal relationships, romantic relationships, thinking, you know what, it's comfortable, it's what I know, even though you don't like it. I don't want anyone to get in a situation where they like that or they think it's okay. A lot of times they're in denial, uh, the lie to themselves, you know what, it's sad. And I've dealt with many situations, right? Okay. It's my fault he yelled. It's my fault that he hit me, beat me. You know, it's sad in simple situations. You know, I was late putting dinner on the table. I was one minute, couple minutes, five minutes late putting dinner on the table. So he had a right to hit me. He had a right to yell at me, to belittle me. That's a bunch of BS, okay? And I want to help people, men and women, to get out of that mindset, which is very, very difficult, okay? To sit there, you know what? I don't deserve this. I'm human. I don't deserve to be belittled, criticized, constantly judged, controlled. These are a very unhealthy, unhealthy sorry, and abusive behaviors and ways to live your life. A lot of times, you know, you live... Like I just touched on, you might deserve, that. you know, you deserve to be hurt, to be emotionally mistreated. Now, I want to step outside of that mindset. And a lot of that comes from a lack of self-esteem, a lot of self-worth that you feel like you don't deserve any better. This is where it's hard. You're not going to get help, but I want you to. You need to reach out to a friend. I don't care. And I want to touch off real quick the domestic violence hotline number, okay? This is the national domestic violence hotline number. It is 1-800-799-7233. Again, national domestic violence hotline number is 1-800-799-7233. And that, uh, of course, is in the U.S., okay? So that is crucial. Again, I'm going to hit on my call-in number is 586-840-8608 to the Art of Relationships radio show, okay? So these things, you know, you feel afraid much of your time around your partner. And you feel really relieved maybe when your partner is not around. You know, these are all signs something is not right. We're not talking about being annoyed and want some space. We're talking that you're fearful and you're so much and relieved that your partner's gone, maybe going to work, not away, away for the weekend, whatever, that you start shaking, your gut starts cramping. These are not healthy situations to be in or to live your life in, people. Not at all. Okay, another fear might be that you don't do anything right. Not at all. You know, whatever you do is wrong. And your partner is, let's face it, they're going to put you down. They're going to criticize you on a consistent basis. Um, you know, no matter what, you could put the toilet paper on, you know, going over the top and they think it's wrong. You put it on the bottom and they think that's wrong. Um, you know, that might be... A sad or simplistic example, but it's sad a lot of situations are like this, okay? How many times also in domestic violence situation or you know somebody abusive relationships, you know what that they feel the ones that they're going crazy right they're if you want to say perpetrator, the abuser, they make you feel like you're the one going nuts, you're going crazy. And you're like, you start believing it. I don't want people out there to fall into this crap. Not at all. It's easy to do, right? And it's hard. You start losing your sense of self if it hasn't already been lost, whatever, and you start believing these things. Okay? Another aspect or sign is, say, Your partner threatens behavior. Threatens to beat you. To hit you. Whatever. Or makes threats to do so. You know. These are very very controlling aspects. uh, Very controlling if you want to say head case aspects. Manipulative behavior. To keep you under control. Very very difficult. Okay. Now you feel humiliated, you know, you're always yelled at, you're always criticized, that, you know what, how often are you around friends, and you're so paranoid, walking on eggshells to be embarrassed, to be embarrassed around family and friends, because he's, or she, it's gonna make these threats, these critical remarks to you and belittle you call you names, right? And how many other people, like I mentioned at the, the scenario about the dinner being late on the table, where they constantly blame you. It's your fault. You know what? If you love me, I wouldn't beat you. If you you know you did this right, I wouldn't belittle you, I wouldn't call you names. So they put it all on you that it's your fault. That's a bunch of BS. Again, if you're feeling this way, a lot of times, you know what? You're in an abusive relationship and a very unhealthy one. Okay. Everybody knows, assumes, you know, they talk about domestic violence. Oh, it's only physical, right? No, it is not. A lot of domestic violence or abusive situation is verbal slash emotional. Most of the aspects I touched on already are verbal and emotional in nature, right? Threats of physical abuse. And a lot of people sort of get in a stereotype that, oh, you know what? She didn't hit me. She didn't kick me. She didn't bite me. He didn't punch me. He didn't slap me. So it's not abuse. It's abuse when you feel very belittled, very controlled. Every move you make is criticize and judge. That is, I hate to tell you people, that is abuse. It's emotional and verbal, okay? Everybody knows about physical abuse, right? Getting punched, kicked, slapped. What about throwing up against the wall, right? Or throwing through the wall? These are all signs of physical abuse. What about tripping you? They walk in, they're Trying to be a smart ass and trying to be a controlled power trip. And they'll trip you. Oh, make a joke out of it. But it's not funny. Other physical abuse. You know, what about throwing stuff at you? That's physical abuse. And also what goes along with the physical abuse in nature is sexual abuse. Years ago, decades ago, they always assume, Right? That the husband could not rape the wife. I think, let's face it, I'm going to be blunt, that's bullshit. Any sexual initiation that is forced, I don't care if it's girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, it's rape, okay? So sexual abuse, that is a form of physical abuse. You know, I'm your husband, I deserve to have sex. I'm sorry, that's wrong. You know what? Sex is to be initiated by both both willing participants. Period. Okay. So when they use a form of sexual abuse, say, "Oh, you're my wife. That's what you're supposed to do." Please don't fall into that. And they're very good. Abusers are very good into making you feel guilty about that. Like, you should, you know, you should, you're my wife, you're my girlfriend, you're supposed to have sex with me, so if you don't want it, that's your fault, You're there's something wrong with you. This is a mental behavior that falls into, along with not only the sexual abuse, but tends to go hand in hand with the emotional and the verbal abuse too. Okay, welcome everybody again. This is the Art of Relationships, talking about abusive uh, relationships and lip service. You can join me on chat and call in with your concerns or questions regarding abuse, domestic violence situations, 586-840-8608. And I'm going to be back very shortly, okay? Take care. Welcome, everybody. Check out PPRNLive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts, hilarious guests, plus upcoming new stars of the band future? Check out PPRNLive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has uh, hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. everybody to our, our relationships radio show talking about abusive relationships and uh, we'll get into lip service uh, regarding abusive relationships as well talking about the emotional verbal and we're hitting on the physical abuse please call in with your questions or comments to 586-840-8608 you can also send your questions through on chat so join me please Happy 4th of July weekend. Hopefully everybody's safe out there. You know, talk about the sexual abuse before I went on break. And uh that is definitely a form of physical abuse, you know. It it could be part of not only sexual, which would be rape in na- nature, it could be groping, grabbing, all these aspects that could be very belittling. Um, and embarrassing to you. They might do it in public, you know, around friends and family as well. But a lot of times people can be very smooth in abusive relationships. And, uh, I'm not talking in a good way. I'm talking in a bad way where they think, you know, they're the best wife. Everybody loves them. You know, they're popular. They're friendly to everybody else. But behind closed doors in your own house, you know, these men or women, um, you know, very cunning and behind closed doors. It's a different situation, okay? um, So, hitting on that, you know, the verbal and the emotional aspects, you know, what also starts happening is, um, you know, controlling. The big controlling aspects that hit on this are... You know, what about, say, your partner, they can go out whenever they want, right? They might go to a bar, go out with buddies, go out with friends, but you know what? They're not going to allow you to go out as well. You might think something's wrong with that, and they might belittle you. Oh, you're not a great mother. You're not a great father, right? Oh, how, why would you want to go out? Would you want your kids to know what you do out there? Um, Very emotionally abusive, They try to, let's face it, they might withhold basic needs, you know what? They can buy clothes, they can get whatever they want for themselves, but when it comes for you, you're not allowed. That controlling aspect, right? They also, a lot of abusive relationships, you know, this goes more towards um, probably men, towards women but they might prevent you say you want you want to go to work you know and they're going to prevent you from doing this okay they're gonna or if you are oh you got to work from home you know they're very controlling very demanding on you and they'll throw in, oh you go to work you're not going to be able to take care of me you don't love me they throw these guilt trips on you right so a lot of this um, you need to pay attention to. And if you're in this situation, I'm going to help you try to find some ways to get out of that, okay? Again, the National Domestic Violence Hotline out there eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three. 799 1-800-799-7233. Again, one eight hundred seven nine nine S-A. F as in Frank, E. Okay, that's in the U.S. So, you know, I think emotional and verbal abuse is probably the most prominent out there. Um, Most people hear about the physical abuse, the bruises, all that, which is very, very sad. It shouldn't happen, okay? Um, People getting bruised kidneys, bite marks, you know, hit, slapped. Um, You know, everybody hears about this. But uh, the verbal and emotional, I don't think, gets enough attention, okay? And hitting on that, you know, talking about preventing you from work or controlling where you work or how you work. Another aspect, if you do work, these people might sabotage your job, right? They might call. They might keep calling your work, whatever, saying it's an emergency. And it's not. These are different ways to you know sabotage you and control you okay so look at all these these are very crucial elements okay um a lot of times you know the violent and abusive behavior a lot of times it's a uh, abuser's choice they say this right but there's something they call intermittent explosive disorder where you know, they sit there, they blow up, they black out. Then they want you to be, uh, you know, sorry. They forget all this stuff. That doesn't mean you have to be in that environment. If they can't control it, they need to get help. But a lot of times, it is. They know what they're doing. They're going after your, let's face it. They're going after your gut. They're going after your heart strengths and your jugular. With the, the guilt feelings and trying to shame you into doing what they want. Okay? There's... A lot of tactics that abusers use, okay? There's dominance, isolation. They isolate you maybe from family and friends, right? Um, They'll try to keep you away from there because they want to control you, okay? I talked about threats, right? What about intimidation, right? Talking about, I'm going to divorce you, right? If you divorce me, you'll never see the kids, you know, that is intimidation and use of threats. They sort of go hand in hand, okay? Another aspect, they'll use denial and blame. You know, they're so great, they're so wonderful, but you're the one that's at fault, right? They'll make excuses for everything that's inexcusable. They will, you know, always put the blame on you. These are all aspects that will, you know, you need to pay attention to, Okay. What other aspects are important, okay? What other aspects? You know, we talk about, you know, the domestic violence cycle. And there's a few, you know, main ones that a lot of people go by that are online. You can just type in abusive relationships and you can, um, you know, go by that, okay? A lot of times they might want you pregnant. Right or might have you kids that's uh, another use of power and control, okay a lot of times they will they'll set you up let's face it, you know they'll be all nice sweet beginning of a relationship and then get you sucked in, and they'll set you all up for that, okay so you want to play special attention to different control. Aspects. Another aspect that goes in, a lot of people might view it as insecurity, but when these people are very overly, overly jealous, right, they might say if you smile at someone, they might put you down, start calling you names, a slut, whore, whatever. Um, to put you down belittle you when you just smile maybe at another guy. And it could be just a friendly gesture. There's no romantic, no sexual interest, of course. But they're going to blow it out of proportion. And a lot of abusers definitely are very, very jealous. They are over the top and there's no reason. But again, they're very good at making you look at, you know what, oh yeah, it's my fault he's jealous, I shouldn't have smiled, I, I shouldn't have done this. And this is wrong. And it's very difficult to look at the mirror and say, you know what, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not doing anything out of the ordinary or being mean. And it's hard to do this. And the biggest thing, the fear of leaving abusive relationships, of course, is it could be like, again, they don't want you to work or maybe... You know, they sabotage your job so you have no money. So, it further solidifies your fear of leaving by financial means, right? They have no money, so I can't do anything. They're already threatening the kids against me. So, you know, they might say, mom's this, mom's that, or even, you know, dad's this. They start blaming, they start pitting the kids against you as well, the excuses come threefold, right? For their behavior, right? They also might praise that, oh, this is normal. This is how husbands and wives behave, right? No, it isn't, okay? So, you know, if this starts happening, who can you reach out to? Can you talk to family? Can you talk to friends? Or maybe you're embarrassed. I want you to fight through that embarrassment. And I've talked... Many times on the shows, and I reference it, you know, any emotional hurt and stuff that you're afraid to fight through as growing pains. They're emotional growing pains to fight through it. And if you can, you know, talk to a friend. Again, these abusers are trying to isolate you because they don't want you to talk to anyone, right? They don't want anyone to talk some sense into you and some reality and some healthy aspects because they want you to be controlled, right? They want you to live and die and breathe on them always being right and whatever they say, okay? So try to reach out to family. Try to reach out to a friend. You know anybody I gave out the national domestic hotline number a few times as well, and if you have email actress you know access that you know these are all avenues to try to get help. you're not crazy when you start feeling those things about you know you're afraid to bring up your opinions you're afraid, and I'm not talking just being shy or low self esteem which you know a lot of us might have these are to the extreme you know you can't talk you're walking on eggshells all the time to where you know you're start believing you're always wrong. This is a time where I want you to I hate to say the term but suck it up to reach out and get the help okay. And some warning signs also I'm going to go in and elaborate on this you know you're seeing Afraid or anxious to please their partner. You know what? You're always afraid to do the wrong thing. And you go along. Let's face it. With everything your partner says and does. That it's okay. And you try to justify it in your own eyes. In your own mind. You start believing that it's okay. Oh, that's what men do. That's what husbands do. Um, But they're not. Okay? They're not. A lot of... Th- Times you know, the old adage about the physical signs of violence, okay? You know, the frequent injuries, right? The excuses. I think everybody knows about this and watching, doing a plug for uh, Law & Order uh, Special Victims Units, which they do a nice job with analogies and examples of domestic violence. But, you know, a lot of things they hit on with physical violence or abuse, they might be too sore, they might have so many bruises that, let's face it, they frequently miss work, right? School, special occasions, and there's no reasons, right? They might wear clothing, right, ladies out there? They might wear clothing to hide bruises, long sleeve dresses, long dresses, and here it's, you know, like summertime, 85, 90 degrees out. Um, you know, these all could be signs, The other aspect, you know, and I'm not talking, you know, if we're talking the Amish or different cultural aspects that cover them, doesn't mean they're being, you know, abused. So I want to hit on that as well. You might hear, you know, the old adage, the old um, stereotypical, you know, wearing sunglasses inside to cover up black eyes or bruises, okay? What about mm, morning signs of isolation, right? That maybe uh, you don't go anywhere, right? By yourself. They won't allow it. You can't even go to the grocery store without your partner, right? Because they're controlling. After all, they're overly jealous. You might meet someone, right? You might flirt with someone and it's going to be your fault. They might give you limited access to bank accounts, money, credit cards. Where you know what they have total control, right? And also, you know, might they might start throwing guilt trips that, oh, you talk to your friends, you love your friend and family more than me, so they make you feel belittled, and you want to get away from there, right? Okay, how is your self-esteem? Okay. What if you used to be very confident, right? Very assured of yourself. And all of a sudden now, hmm, you become more withdrawn. You start hating yourself, right? Maybe more depressed. What about even to the extremes that you feel suicidal? That that's the only way to get out of that situation, that abusive relationship, is to kill yourself. That you feel like there's no hope, there's no escape. These are all very common, very similar symptoms and signs that you're in an abusive relationship, okay? That you feel like you're so isolated, no one's going to care, right? Or they're going to blow you off. Oh, it's your fault, right? Oh, you're in it, it's your fault. A lot of people don't understand this and... They talk about the fears of getting out of unhealthy relationships, and I talk to this, especially abusive ones, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, there's a lot of fear involved. It could be, like I said, financially, you know what, where am I going to go? I have kids. I don't have a job. I can't afford anything, so, and I mentioned, excuse me, I'm a huge pain pleasure Principal person that you're going to do something that is less painful even if two choices suck and they're both painful you're going to do the one that's less painful so you know it could be the fear and abusive relationship that you have no money you can't get out where are you going to go maybe They moved you out of state, and you have no family, no friends, so you're afraid to get a hold of them. You're embarrassed, so you feel like you're stuck, and you have to stay. That, you know what? Oh, this was my choice, so I have to live with it. No, you don't. Another aspect is, you know, it's more painful thinking, if I leave, or try to leave, he or she is going to kill me. We heard, you know, not only men, but women. The fatal attraction movie years ago. um, That there's going to be threats. And you're fearful that he or she is going to kill you. Take the kids away. Or kill you and the kids. Right? So, let's face it. that's That's more painful than most of us can endure. So, what do you do? You stay. Okay? Like I said... You look at these things as what is more painful and what can we do? What can you do to help yourself to look at it? It's more painful to stay in an abusive relationship. What is more painful? You know, to look at it is less painful to get to hell out, to get to help and get sort of a sense of well-being back again. Okay. Um. Also, what happens if you happen to be outgoing, very outgoing, lively, friendly person? You become, even people may notice that you become more withdrawn, more secluded emotionally. You're not as open. You're not as bubbly. And you're wondering what the heck's going on, right? You need to look up all these stuff, okay? So what do you do if you suspect domestic violence? Okay, what do you do? What do you do if you suspect a friend family member um oh my God, your daughter, and I told people I'm not going to repeat it on here, but if my daughter was in that situation, um, I definitely would handle that as best I could. Um, we don't want our daughters in that situation. So, you know, this is another one too. Like I said, ladies out there, do we want our daughters to grow up in that situation thinking it's okay that they have to do that too? And I'm going to hit on this in a little bit as well <clears throat> and give some case examples of this very thing happening. So what can you do if you suspect... You know, a friend, relative, whatever is in an abusive situation. You know why? You can listen, validate their feelings, and validate their fears. Remember I said, you know, a lot of us, a lot of people, oh, that's stupid. It's your own fault. They need to get out of that domestic violence, abusive relationship. There's no reason they should stay, da da da, da, da. They should get out. You know, they don't want to hear excuses, but these are not excuses. When you're that low self esteem, these are valid fears. Like I said, you have no money. What are you going to do? I have no job skills. You know what? I'm fearful that he's going to kill me or kill the kids or both. You know what? The stories, you know, the murder suicides, and I've dealt with. Too many kids in that situation. So, that's a legitimate concern. So, if you suspect a friend or family member isn't abusive, listen. And you know what? Validate they have that fear. Okay? Express concern. You know? The number one thing. Ask if something's wrong. Oh, no. Everything's fine. Nothing I can't handle. Right? You want to offer help and be there. You know? Support. Their decision to try to get help, provide services, phone numbers, even if they need a ride to get help. Okay, you don't want to wait for people to come to you. Okay, because a lot of people in these situations, they're embarrassed, they're belittled, they're horrific sense of self in these situations. So they're not going to reach out for help. Very rarely, okay? I touched on this before. Don't wait for him or her to come to you. Ask, okay? Do not judge or blame them for being in that situation. Oh, it's your situation. You need to stay with it. And we know cultural implications about that too, which I think is sad. I don't want anyone... In a hurtful, physical, or emotional, or abusive situation, um, this is where I'm blunt. This is America, people. Um, and we need to practice these uh, American rules and so forth, To doesn't depend on cultural implications. I know it's very, maybe, biased for me to say, but after all, we live in America, so I don't care if I'm being biased, whatever. We don't want to be in an abusive situation whatsoever, okay? So don't judge or blame that person. Do not pressure or, you know, try to get help, get help. You know, you're calling every hour, every half hour, hour, 45 minutes. You know, don't pressure them. That's going to create more anxiety and it's going to create a more uh, sense of confusion, okay? Because a lot of times when we feel pressured, what do we do? We fight. But in these situations, they're going to withdraw. They're going to withdraw. They're going to seclude themselves even more. So offer it. You know what? Don't pressure. Okay? Another thing, you know, don't give advice. You should do this. You should do that. Give alternatives. But let them make the situation. Well, if I was in your situation, I'd beat his ass. You know, I would do this. I would do that. You know what? You're not them. You might not understand where they're at, their fears, their panic buttons. Again, don't offer advice, but offer resources. A big difference, okay? Again, another, your support, right? How many people put conditions on it? You know, I'll help you today. If you don't offer me to help you today, forget it. Don't come in, seek for me. Don't put conditions on it, people. Friendships, we all have certain conditions, right? But when it comes to abuse, domestic violence situation, please don't put conditions on that. Make sure your help is always available, okay? And I'm going to hit on talking about other domestic violence situations. And I said I'm not going to hit heavily on kids. But I'm going to hit on the importance on kids after I come back, after that, uh, after the next break. You can call me 586-840-8608. I'm going to hit on the kid aspects and the complications involved in emotional aspects with kids. And also maybe avenues to get out of the abuse of domestic violence situations. Okay. Welcome again. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. I'll be back in a few minutes. Thank you much. Check out PPRNlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts? Hilarious guests plus upcoming new stars of the band Future. Check out pprnlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has uh, hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. to relationships radio show people last segment uh on abusive relationships and lip service Um, gonna hit quickly on lip service you know how many times abusive relations relationships as i stumble over my tongue i apologize that you know lip service hits on you know i'll promise not to do this again um and they do it, you know, they're broken promises. That's what I mean about lip service, you know what? They promise, I love you, I'll never do that, I'll never do this. This goes back into, you know, the blaming aspect. Uh, it falls hand in hand. They might blame you, it's your fault. Then they're very, very sorry for, you know, the actions, the verbal or emotional abuse or the physical abuse. Um So, you know what? Actions speak louder than words. If occurrence happens, you know, what are they doing to change? Are they seeking professional help? What are they doing to work on themselves so this doesn't happen again, okay? You don't want to just go by lip service and have repeated acts. That needs to stop and you need to get the hell out of those situations to maintain your safety and your kids' um, emotional and physical (laughs) well-being. I'm going to hit on kids uh, real quick, and I'm going to give you scenarios, okay? I don't care what state you're in in the U.S., most will view kids being an abusive or domestic violent situation as child neglect, and they can, child protective services, at least here in Michigan, child welfare, you know, depending on what state you are if you remain in that situation with your kids and you don't do anything about it this ain't a threat they can take your kids away from you okay i'm going to give you a scenario and actually this isn't a scenario this is actually a case i worked on not too long ago there was a individual that was in a domestic violence situation emotional and physical for 10 years and they had uh, two kids and he would let's face it he would you know hit her make threats belittle all this stuff okay and she never called the cops because she was in a situation where the mother-in-law right oh you don't call the cops on family you don't do that right And how many people are in that? You don't call on family, on your husband. You don't do that. You settle it between them. Anyways, when she came and saw me, she finally, after 10 years, was getting out of that situation. And went to go file a PPO. And I warned her what might happen. And when a divorce came along, she never called the cops. And I warned her when she went to court... I want you to be prepared. What might happen? Okay. You have no police reports. Um, Not at all. No pictures. Nothing to substantiate this. Actually, I think she did have pictures. But he ended up uh, taking them, finding them, destroying them. But no cops were called. So, PPO order. Got thrown out the window. It was hearsay. Right? Another thing I mentioned. Be very cautious. Because. You're going in front of the judge. And it was a female judge. You had, And the female judge told her. You know what? You didn't call the cops. Get help. And you're in a domestic violence situation. Marriage with your kids. For 10 years. Hmm. Maybe you're not fit to be a mother. Maybe you're not fit to you know, be a mother to your kids. And maybe we could consider taking the kids away from you. Do you understand people? They're going to look out for the welfare of the kids. And you placing them in that situation is not healthy for the kids. And I want you to be prepared for this. And they're not doing this to come across as threatening or a jerk. You know what? This is a fact. And a lot of legal departments and child welfare departments throughout the nation are looking at this very much the same way. And if you don't get them and get yourself out of that situation, they can take your kids. I don't want that to happen. Okay, So, you know, this affects your kids as well. They don't want to see mom or dad constantly belittled, ridiculed, criticized, or even hit or stuff thrown at them. It's very maladaptive, very unhealthy for them. So we need to do something about it, get professional help. Now, if you're scared, you know... Mainly, if it's physically abusive, and a lot of abuse, I didn't hit you, I didn't kick you, I didn't throw stuff at you. I'm not abusive. Well, it could be verbal as we touch on emotional. I'm not going to backtrack on that too much. You know, if it is the scariest situation, if it is physically abusive, and you're afraid to leave, you know what? The national hotline. For domestic violence. You need to call them. You can call 911. Okay, They can take you. To a woman's shelter. A domestic violence shelter. However. You need to follow through. This is the most probably. Frustrating. Aspect. Not only for the. Women's domestic violence shelter. Is. A woman going back with their husbands, their boyfriends in these situations. They get so frustrated and I I can't blame them. So, you know, you can go call relatives. I don't care. I'm not an advocate of lying, whatever. But you know what? If you need to lie to get yourself out of that situation, do it. Um, If there's a way to call friends, relative or call the police. They will come and get you and make sure you get out of there safely. Document any occurrences. You know what? A lot of people feel guilty for calling the police and all this. You need this to protect yourself and to protect your kids. You know what? They should not be acting in a certain manner. When there's you know The physical might be easier to prove than the emotional and the verbal abuse, okay? This, you know, they might be so nice in front of public places, other relatives, but behind closed doors, this is very, you know, very difficult to prove. So what do you do, right? Do you hide tape recorders, right? Can you record incidences from your phone, but... Again, it's very scary and you have to be very, very careful that they don't find them. A lot of people like this, they'll go through your phone. You go whatever. So even if you can save these in a, let's face it, in an MP3 format or a video format Audacity where you can record it, um, you know, off your cell phone and email it so you have a copy of it. Email it to a friend, you know. Have another friend record it from their phone if they do find it. That way you can remove it from your phone so it's not found. I'm not about being sneaky. This is about protecting you uh, so you can help fight for your rights in those situations, okay? What other aspects you know can help you become safe? Right? Say you're in a situation where you have no family to help you, no friends to help you. This is where you need to get a hold of the authorities and even go to you know a woman's shelter, a domestic violence center that is, you know, it's anonymous and stuff, and I'm all about you taking your kids and going. Again, you might be afraid that you're gonna lose clothing, furniture, or whatever, or let's face it, he or she might destroy the stuff, right? cut up burn stuff you know what everybody knows material things can be replaced everybody's heard this you know it's a broken runner but it's so true your sense of self your welfare physical emotional welfare and emotional physical welfare your kids is most important screw the materialistic stuff people okay i'm not gonna lie to you you know Restarting can be very, very difficult, but this is where you need to get yourself out of that situation and it's also another biggest fear is okay, what happens? I get divorced kids out of this, and all son, you know he or she gets rights to see the kids. This is a very political, very delicate matter, and I'm not going to lie to you like I said, I tell clients I don't blow smoke up. Their asses, okay. I want to be realistic. This is what I mean about you need to cover your booties, okay. The recordings, um, mostly if it's verbal abuse, you need to, you know, try to record these things and email them to a secure, you know, a friend or a, a separate email. I'm not about, like I said, about being sneaky. This is not being sneaky, this is self protection and protecting yourself from the kids, okay, so you know the national hotline number again, national domestic violence hotline is one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three um and one note you know those individuals that fake domestic violence fake that they're being abused um those are some serious charges. And those need to be withdrawn. Or I shouldn't say withdrawn. They need to be handled. I'm all about that. Those that falsify rape charges. They need to do the crime. Uh, they need to do the crime. For what they're accusing. The other person of. And we know some. Sad situations. Where they're going to accuse. People in a wrongful manner. Just to gain an upper hand. Financially. Or with the kids. And those are some sick puppies. Um, And they need to be dealt with. uh, Legally as well. And the law needs to make uh, rules. About filing false charges. That go after them. uh, As well. But. That's for another show people. Everybody. Thank you so much for. uh, Joining me this Sunday evening. I know. uh, This topic. Abusive relationships can go on, you know, I can make a whole series like a lot of them too. So, an hour is not a lot of time, but hopefully you receive a lot of information that can help you a friend, you know, a family members to be able to get help and seek that. Remember, your emotional and physical safety is utmost important. So, if you feel, you know, that you're so belittled, put down and you're trapped, this is a time, you know, what to Do a reality assessment and look at, you know what, I don't deserve this and I need to get help. Even if I don't think help is out there, you know, do it. Try to reach out to the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Again, number is 1-800-799-7233. Everybody uh, have a wonderful Sunday evening, and I'll be back here Wednesday evening at 8 o'clock sharp Eastern uh, Daylight Time here, Michigan time, okay? Everybody take care. Thanks so much for listening and all your support. As always, love to everybody.
1: licensed relationship and sex counselor, Greg Dazinskis, also known as Master G, the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. Part of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.